Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hello, everybody. Wanted to thank you for coming to our podcast and listening today and downloading. And we want to shout out to Mount Airy, North Carolina. Yay, Tar Heels. Yeah, thanks for listening. Tar Heels, not Tar Heels. Tar Heels. (laughs) Thanks for listening to us. We appreciate it, Mount Airy. Keep downloading, keep sharing. That's where um, they have like a replica of the Andy Griffith show, I think, isn't it? That's good. Okay, let's start singing. All right. right. If you would like to reach out to us, you can by phone or text 251-244-4660. You can reach out to us by email. Email Dr. Jonathan at Grace and the Shadows O-R-G. Our website, Grace and the Shadows O-R-G. We have a Twitter page. We have a Facebook Maybe page. Woohoo! That's okay. they've been having a lot of changes there, but we won't go into that. Oh, that gets into politics. Yeah, we're not gonna go there. Yeah, we're not gonna be controversial. But anyway, we do have Twitter, we do post our web our uh, podcast there. So thanks for listening, thanks for sharing, thanks for downloading. We're very appreciative. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be talking about good grief. Great. Not really good. You know, but good grief, really, it can be good in some ways. It can be. We'll get to that in a little bit. We will, yeah, we'll get to that. Grief, I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of grief. We've done grief like in the beginning when we started uh, back yeah. in, in uh, yeah. uh, we probably won't be as that much in depth. There's different types of grief. There are different types, uh, yeah. But we're just going to be talking because it's the holiday season, grief yeah. of loss. Well, a, a lot of you, yeah, and a lot of you are facing this holiday season, and you've lost a loved one, and you're facing your holiday season without them this year for the first time, and that can be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, my advice to you, there is no right or wrong way to grieve. You know, you're going to be happy at some points, and you're going to be crying at others. Just go with it, and if people don't understand, that's their problem. And also, you know, find find a way to honor that person in a special way during the holidays and try to do something different as well. Sometimes when we do different things, we can create new memories and new traditions, um, and that helps us to survive the grief of the holidays as well. Yeah, I think allowing your emotions to come forth. Yeah. Not repressing them, not trying to be macho man or... Yeah. Or Wonder Woman, or and I'm bad about that. I hate to cry. You usually cry, cry with anger. I do. I cry when I'm angry. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not pretty, but I don't like to cry. And you know, like when my mom died, I felt like I had to be strong, mm-hmm. which was silly, and um, didn't cry a lot. You know, and you know, I don't think that's healthy. You know, when we feel like we're going to need to cry, get mm-hmm. angry, ask questions, right. Um, we shouldn't ignore it. And it's normal. You need yeah. that. That is a normal part of life and of the grieving process. And you, you have to give into it because if you suppress it, it, you can actually get sick from it. Oh, yeah. Because your emotions, God mm-hmm. gave us emotions right. to, to, you know, that's part of healing. Yeah. Um, when we bring, when we cry, mm-hmm. you know, Psalm, I believe, says that he counts our tears. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, and, you know Jesus heard that Lazarus wet, uh, died, mm-hmm. and he went there, mm-hmm. and Mary and Martha both crying. If you would have been here, and he said the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. Yeah, 
Well, that shows that he's there with us in our yeah. grief and we're not facing this alone. I like that that thought of him catching our tears in the bottle. That's a really cool visual. But the but tears and crying and even being angry is a part of healing. Absolutely. And if we repress that, it starts coming out in other areas. Yeah. Uh, with depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. and uh, anger outburst, and right. Uh, other other maybe more negative emotions. Well, and and if you're experiencing these, you know, stages or or you know things of grief, and you're around somebody and they're trying to make you stop grieving, you might need to find somebody else to talk to. Well, some people it, it, it may not be that they're necessarily wanting to hurt. They don't mean feelings. to. No, people feel weird because they don't know how to deal with it. Absolutely, and 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 it, yeah. it it does. You know, it can make your friends feel weird. But I don't want you to feel like you can't grieve. And sometimes when we have friends that react to us in a in a way like that, in a negative way, it it suppresses it, and you don't want to do that. And a lot of us, we avoid sharing our feelings or yes. certain feelings because of faulty beliefs or right. past experiences. Oh or, yeah, you know, but. If we don't deal with it, the emotion will consume us. Right. Yes. And there's nothing wrong. If you're really suffering with grief, there's nothing wrong with going to a therapist and talking about it because you might not feel that you can talk to your friends or your family. Grief could be the loss of a loved one through death. Mm -hmm. Could be divorce. Job loss. Job loss. Yeah. Um, It could be, I mean, grief can come in any way. Yeah. Transition in your life, loss of friendships. Mm -hmm. Loss of pets. You know, we love our pets and that can cause us to grieve as well. And there's nothing wrong with it. In some ways, that's harder because many people don't consider that as much of a big deal. Right. Oh, you lost your dog. Get Get another one. But no, that's our family. It's a big deal. Oh, my goodness. But a lot of people don't see it that way. And so there's really hard. Yeah. But you have to say, who cares what they think? You have to express your emotions. You really, really do. You have to You have to deal with those stages of grief. Mm-hmm. And everybody grieves differently. You remember those stages? Um, Let me, uh, can you go up? Because I will mess them up. Okay. It's anger. Mm-hmm. Well, denial, anger, uh-huh. depression. Right. Um, and there's a negotiation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's acceptance. And you go can go through those stages different ways at different times. You can come back to yeah. one, jump to the other. Yeah. And even though you do accept, sometimes you go back to the anger, you know. So there's yeah. no there's no perfect way to grieve. You can go through a lot of those, all five of those, mm-hmm. even within five minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're when it's fresh. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, um, even though maybe it's been years since you've lost, you know, a loved one or or whatever, a smell Mm -hmm. or a song or a memory can bring that all back. Or someone that looks like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You remember we we saw a woman that looked just like your mom at church one time? It, like, made us both jolt. Yeah. Yeah. It did kind of bring back some of those emotions. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I remember years ago, I dressed up. I was teaching a a Christian school. Mm -hmm. And I dressed up in the army fatigue because I was was teaching the kids about spiritual Mm -hmm. warfare. Yes. And, well, 
one of the the teacher's husband <clears throat> was uh, in in Iraq, mm-hmm. and so that triggered her to yeah. And I felt really bad about that. I know it wasn't intentional, right? But you know those smells, appearances, uh-huh. things we wear, things we like eating, foods. Yes, yeah. yeah. those can trigger grief. Yeah, and that's okay. It is okay. It's yeah, okay. it's normal. Grieve alone or with others. Mm. I think we sometimes need to grieve alone. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's nothing wrong with it. You know, sometimes you just need to be by yourself to grieve. And and that's okay. Just don't stay by yourself. No. Don't isolate. Don't isolate, like, for long periods of time. You feel that intense emotion without worrying about what others are thinking. You're yeah. also in solitary. When you're solitary, you're you're able to be alone and be honest with God. And you can hear from God because yeah. you're alone. You're not yeah. hearing others. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it's also important to connect with others. Yeah. You need that relational nutrient. Mm-hmm. We are created to be relational beings. Mm-hmm. Being able to touch someone, hear them, look in their eyes, and see the different nonverbals really, really can help minister and help us with our emotions and bring healing. Right. Definitely. Uh, and, you know, grieving comes in waves too, right? It does come in waves. Yeah. And you'll think, okay, well, I've had a good day today. And then, bam, you get hit again. And, you know, it's normal. You just have to realize that that is normal. And there's nothing wrong with you. Do you know when uh, when Jesus rose from the dead, mm-hmm. the women, mm-hmm. Mary and the women. Yes. Uh, they went there and they thought they saw the gardener. Right. But it was Jesus. It was Jesus. And he said, why are you weeping? Why are you crying? Right. Uh, and the angel said, why are you crying? Yeah. For he lives. Their grief, it basically yeah. kind of blinded them in a way, I think, that they didn't realize that was him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when we look at that, we need to remember to trust in him. Yes. Because he's the only one that can bring us ultimate healing. Right. And we also know that he has grieved. So, he has. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He has been rejected. Mm-hmm. He was accused of things he never did. Yeah. He was, uh, he experienced death, loss. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you may need, I mean, I, after my mom died, I was in a grief support group and it really definitely, it really helped. Those, those can be very helpful. Yeah. Um, and there's books. What's that book? Good Grief. I forget yes. the, the one who wrote it. It was a good book. That is a good book. Yeah. So check that out. Good Grief. Um, we'll have to look it up and put it on the podcast notes. Um, yeah. That, I mean, things like that, just uh, being with the with people that have experienced grief um, and seeing how they are dealing with it, you know, can be therapeutic. I think we need to also acknowledge the good and the bad. Right. It is very easy to only remember the good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's not totally healthy. That's not. Um, yeah. Definitely not. I mean, you know, when some people like when they lose a loved one, all of a sudden they're almost like a saint. And, you know, you know, from experience, that person wasn't. And that's not that's not healthy. You need a good balance. Right. On the other hand, there's people that only see the bad. Which that's not good either. That's the yeah, opposite. Everyone yeah. has good. In, in it. Oh, absolutely. Everybody's kind and, of bad. And I think that's part of healing and growing and learning mm-hmm. and allowing that hurt to heal. For right. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, accept the reality of what is. Uh, that basically, you know, the serenity prayer. 
God grant me the serenity Mm -hmm. to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Right. And I think that is a prayer that we can really take to the bank because it's practical when you're grieving. Definitely. Definitely. And you're not thinking about what, you know, will never be because then you can get stuck Mm -hmm. in that and you want to continue living life. And those invalid or those those small those losses that society doesn't see is mm-hmm. you know when Rover dies right right or a cat dies mm-hmm. or you know maybe the divorce <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean one in two people divorce now right it's very common yeah unfortunately and a lot of people oh you're divorced great okay well get I'm over it. To hear that let's go out and get a drink yeah get back out there. And uh, and they may even mean well. I think it's right. desensitized. It is desensitized. Um, and yeah. I think you really you need to acknowledge that because pain, grief is grief, and pain is pain. Yeah, and it has to be experienced. You can't ignore it. Allow time and space. Yeah, you know, some people you you think, wow, they got over that grief very quickly, but you don't know what they're but, going through when you don't see them inwardly. Right. Because if you hold that in too long, anxiety comes mm-hmm. around, depression. Yeah. Um, you know your your whole mm-hmm. your whole being. Yeah. Grief can even move into depression. Right. Which can be very yeah. serious. Absolutely, and and you can't look at that person and say, "Oh my goodness, they've been grieving for five years. Aren't they ever going to get over it?" No. I mean, people handle it differently. And like you said, if you feel it's starting to change and turn into depression, you definitely need to get somebody to talk to you. Yeah. Sometimes even for a short time, right. your physician can, yeah. you know, antidepressant yes. get you through. Yes. Counseling is yes. huge. Definitely. Um, because some people can't really do this on their own. Right. And, and that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's important to face this because unintended grief can have a ripple effect Yeah, with repercussions. Yeah. You know, the stress lowers your immune system and energy levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a good thing. No. You know, right after my mom died, like a month later, I got my tonsils out, which sounds crazy. I mean, I was 20-something getting my tonsils out. And it took me longer to heal from that, I think, because of, because of the grief. My mm-hmm. body did not want to heal like it normally would. It's tough. Mm-hmm. I, I did my dad's eulogy. Oh, my goodness. You, I mean, I basically amazing. preached a sermon in a Catholic you church. Did. Which you I was did. amazed they let me do that. Yeah, I mean, but, but you did. And it was great. But afterwards. I went into shock. You did go into shock. And that was a little... A little scary. I didn't realize what it was. I went to no. bed when we came home. I was yeah, freezing. We were, yeah. I was in shock. And we realized, yeah. you know, and, and then talked through it. Yeah. Um, so think, be aware. I mean, interrupt you. No, you're okay. Yeah. Be aware of your body and listen to it. Because there's physiological mm-hmm. ramifications. Right. Also, externally, our behavior, if we're not dealing with this, can mm-hmm. include heightened emotional responses that have little or nothing to do with another person or circumstance. True. You know, we may start wounded people, and as a pastor Mm -hmm. in the past, that rhymed, (laughs) uh, we know 
Mm-hmm. Wounded people tend to wound other people. Oh, yes. That have nothing to do with that. Right. Yeah. So if, if you're around somebody that is in the grieving process, you know, try not to take what they say and do personally. That's easier said than done. It is easier but said than done. it's true. It is true. And, you know, the best thing to do with that is maybe if you're really, really concerned what that person said, mm-hmm. is going to them, if it's possible. Yeah. And talking to them honestly. And love, yeah. Right. And say, hey, you know, you said this, and I'm just concerned about you, and, and just, you know, I- express honest concern for that person. Uh, some suggestions for grieving people, mm-hmm. um, especially during the holidays. Right. Uh, listen more than you speak. Mm. Mm-hmm. Listen more than you talk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to say, I don't know how you're feeling. Right. But I want to know, and I want you to know that I care. Yeah, and don't yeah. tell them it's going to be okay. Please don't say that. It's not going to be. Okay. It's not going to be okay, and don't talk about. Oh, they're in a better place. And it may be true. Yeah. I mean, for just, believers, it is. Just be there. That still hurts. Don't say those things. Yeah. Just be there. Yeah. Um, acknowledge the loss. Express your caring. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you may even encourage them to volunteer to help with a holiday. You know. Mm-hmm. Mission or task, maybe feeding a homeless or going right. on a mission trip or some sort to yeah have that opportunity to get them out of themselves and get around people and serve. Because sometimes when you're going through a grief situation, depression, anything of that nature, if you end up helping other people, that in turn helps you and yes. gives you more purpose. Service is is very important. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, just inviting a, a grieving person to your home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or take a meal to them. Right. Is really encouraging to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, I think finding ways to include the lost loved one in your holiday. Yeah. Uh, church is an ornament, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe there's some sort of ornament you can put on a tree. And, right. Yeah. Sometimes they do like poinsettias, you know, in memory and honor people, memory people. Yeah, that's always nice. And then you can go home and plant it. Of course, I would kill it. But mm-hmm. most people can go home and plant it and then it becomes a nice memory. Poetry is a big thing, too. I oh. don't I'm not a good poet. Oh, uh, poet. Don't know it. I'm not I'm not very poetic. Right. But, um, yeah, you know, writing and journal, mm-hmm. Po- mm-hmm. making poems. Yeah. If you're really, really uh, writing a song, creative, writing yeah. a song. Yeah. Um, in their honor. Yeah. From take time. If, if you can do this, some people, that they want to. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. Take time to tell stories and look at old photos. Oh, yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. You know, remembering old stories of things that you did and, you know, the way the person reacted, things like that. That's always fun. Um, ask what helps and be open and what doesn't. Right. Avoid hurtful actions such as staying away, pretending it didn't happen. Right. This is easy to do. And, it and, is. You know, I can see why people don't. Yeah. Because it's they're wanting to avoid the mm-hmm. sadness. The, right, right. They may open up their own wounds. Yeah, but you still have to, to be a friend and, and minister to people. God, God calls us to minister to people. And that's true. Mm-hmm. But it's wrong. Yeah. Still uh, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Understand that there's no set time frame for for people who suffer loss. Definitely. Please don't ever tell somebody they should get over it. Right. Mm-hmm. There is a time period if you're struggling for mm-hmm. over, you're never going to get over it. You're never going to get over but it. But I think if it's intense for over 
eight months to a year. Yeah. Then uh, you need to get somebody, some professional help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never get over it. It does. The pain lessens, you know, it doesn't even really get easier. I think just the the loss lessens, the the Mm -hmm. sick feeling in your stomach lessens, you know, Um, so. You know, the the thing is, is, as Christians, Mm-hmm. We may not say this to people as we meet them about their grief at right. the time we meet, unless yeah. they ask. But as Christians, as, as we can do now, is is remember mm-hmm. that this world is not our home. Yes. And that God is going to wipe away every tear. Mm-hmm. He's going to remove death. Yes. He's going to take away sin. And mm-hmm. he's going to judge the unrighteous that right. rejected him. Yeah. People say, where's the justice? Mm-hmm. My son or daughter was murdered. Where is it? Right. God is going to, there's going to be justice. If it's right. not in this world, it'll be the next. Absolutely. Yeah. But ultimately, I say this because he He loves you mm-hmm. and he will never leave you, forsake you. And you can trust and lean on him. Definitely. Absolutely. And remember this. He can take your mess and he can turn it into a message for his, his glory for your good. Thank you for listening in. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.